Hey there, welcome to the Sam and IJ podcast. This space is dedicated to sincere discussions about life and its issues. We hope you enjoy it. Hi. Hi. Welcome back. See you. I'm happy to be here too. Are you sure? Yes. Okay. Um, so we have, all the topics are interesting. Yes. So we have another topic today and we're talking about um, handling difficult issues, matters, conversations. Um, in relationships now, so relationships and marriage, right? So that the single pringle will not say that um, am I a carton? <laughs> am I a bombastic? <laughs> so yeah. Um, so this also deals with single people, right? It affects single people as well. Um, but yeah, it's a pleasure to present to you from here, from the jungle of his studio. A director on set had some creative vision, and I think I like it. I love it. Um, so yeah, we're talking about it. So, uh, what, how I want to handle this is I want to bring different scenarios, right? Or some of the common difficult situations we he we've heard about, we know about, and I think people could leave, um, other ones in the comments. And, um, I think we're going to have a live session soon and we'll handle to the best of our ability with the grace of God, um, any of those topics that we think we might not have talked about okay. this one. So the first one I want to start with is finances. Right now, this conversation of finances, and I want to have so I'm going to say the two things I want to talk about, right? Okay. And then we'll just flow. First one really is around how should finances be dealt with in marriage? Um, should people have separate accounts, right? And is there a benefit to it? Because I've heard both sides, I want to know your thoughts. Um, should people have separate accounts? Should there be joint accounts? Um, how do, how do you do finances? Um, in the marriage, and then from there, I want to go into um, contributors, right, to the relationship, um, to the family. In cases where the husband earns more, the wife doesn't earn at all. She might be a stay-at-home mom. Or cases where the wife earns more, right, and this or the other. This wife earns more one is a particularly big issue. Now. It's a particular, particularly big issue. Yeah, culture, generally, yeah. Yeah. Right, so I want to also go there, and there are a lot of other little children that come out of this type of issues. But let's start from the beginning, right? Finances. What What's your thoughts on how finances should be managed? Okay, in so home? as far as finances go, I believe that there is no way that two people can become one flesh and leave it at sex. <laughs> and everything else, they are and every, everything they will not be on their own. You can't okay. be one flesh and it's only sex because the the idea, the the thought, the purpose, the the that's that system is supposed to be such that these two people come together in an inseparable bond mm. that they can depend on each other and trust each other and they become one indivisible unit. It is in the context of that indivisible unit that children come out. And so those children are meant to have the support of that indivisible unit. If this thing follows this purpose and this plan that God eventually had. You won't have issues in families and you won't have children, you know, growing up resentful families and all that's going and all those things. So if that is the basic idea and the picture that both couples have in mind, that mm -hmm. both people, the, the couple has in mind, right? The two of them coming together, ride or die, me and you against the world in sickness and in health will never not ever bring us apart. We are here for each other forever. Right? Once that is the basic mindset, every other thing flows from it especially finances. Mm. So that means that there's no my money. Your there are money. two crazy parts of it. People say, 
um, the woman's money is her money. The guy's mm-hmm. money mm-hmm. is our, our money. money. It sounds good and it sounds Your cute. money is my money. It sounds good and it sounds my cute. My money is my money. Okay. It sounds good and it sounds cute, especially when you are trying to do Andrew Tate kind of things, right? Or you want to do um, this thing. It's a, it's, a, it's a worldly kind of patriarchy. It's not Christian patriarchy. Mm. It's a worldly kind of patriarchy because what's supposed to happen is there's no my money, your money. There's now our money. Mm. Ideally, anything that will not allow you to be able to see our money should not allow you to be married in the first place. Mm. So the question of um, 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 just, I have some good reasons why it should not be our money. Why I should keep my money apart and not let her know or she should keep her money apart. Whatever that reason is, should not allow you guys to be married in the first place. If you're going to decide to marry a person, mm. then you should be able to trust that person with all your finances. That means that there will be complete disclosure. Husband and wife will know each other's income to the detail. Everything about each other's income. The family can plan together. The budget will be as a family. You know, when they're doing that budget as a family, when they're calculating their income, their income will be calculated as a family. But operationally, what will it, what will it, what will it look like? The husband should have his own accounts for his own personal spendings, mm-hmm. right? Whereby he wants to buy some things for himself. He wants to buy suya in the night. He wants to buy shawarma, that kind of thing. He should have his own accounts. You mean our suya and our shawarma? <laughs> Wait now. Well, let's so, go to eat, chop mouth in the car and so clean it. When the lady wants to, <laughs> when the wife wants to, or the, the girl wants to buy um, her own chocolates or whatever it is that she wants to buy on her own time, on her own dime, she can buy it. But all their resources comes together to a joint account. It is from that joint account that you administer my personal money and your personal money. Okay. Do you understand that? Did I say did I say clearly? It is from that pool, our family pool, that we have an amount that is for you and for me. How you spend it, it is from there that you can surprise me. Yeah. So you're just giving an approach, but the core of the issue is that yes. it must be fully disclosed. It must be fully you disclosed. Know, and it's, it's fully disclosed because it is the family income now, not my money or her money. Or my money. So... Even so, and that for, so if, it doesn't matter who earns more, because it's about the family. It's me and you now. It's not me versus Be, you. Before we go to who earns more, I want to talk a bit more about this scenario because as we're talking, some some things came to my mind. Anytime I hear issues like this, the first question I, I always ask myself that: but why is it so? Right? Why do we see these things so prevalent? Because there are some things that you think you know that you're know, like it's, it's not rocket science, but we still see it a lot. And a part of me wanted to say that. Um, when you said if you should not be marrying if you're not already thinking this way, my mind I'm like, okay, well, maybe you should clarify and say Christian marriage because there are some people who genuinely don't. You're even talking of money. There are many things they don't share. There, there, there are marriages that have there are marriages that have separate bedrooms, and they will tell you that that has what that, that has been what has worked for them. It doesn't work. They will say it's what works. I'm for not them. afraid to speak in absolute concerning this. It doesn't work. Okay. That marriage is only going to work as far as challenges permit them at the slightest show up of any serious challenge they will break everybody apart. is on their that's own. why their divorce rates are people think like that are so high the smartest challenge will break them apart if you get into a marriage with any sense of not losing yourself to the marriage and you are still keeping some part of yourself you know that's one of the biggest problems the issue is that when people go into marriages with plan b's or with a sense of individuality in quotes no, that, that's the bad one. Because you can still be an individual. Yeah. You, try to look, you are still trying to be separate. 
So you are going to the marriage and you are still thinking, my money is still my, my money. I'm still mm, on my own. Yeah. And she's going into the marriage because she's still thinking, I'm my own. And there's no real unity in that marriage. There's still no right or die. Because what will happen is that situations will, ha- will So they're just aligned. Um, they're just alliances to the extent that your to challenges the extent will that allow. Challenge, exactly. It's just an alliance. And Very good only, strategic partnership. It's just a strategic partnership. It's only as good as you have common common uh, common and issues. so that is why for some people it might be easy for them to when they get to the issue that their alliance cannot just break up they will just go their Divorce. separate exactly and, and that's not marriage that's what's destroying our society that's why children are being born into single parents homes and there's so much mental issues for young people it's wrong don't get married do your do and let don't them. do your do and be on your own do you understand if you want, want to say you want to go to the altar with somebody then you must go and both of you must go with that mind of we are going for each other. So that you're not going there thinking about my money or your money and all that. It is our money. Another part that came to mind really was I was thinking about again saying that is this a Christian marriage type of thing? And I was realizing that I wanted to say that, well, Chris, this is something you can recommend for Christian Muslim, but other people. But then I just realized everybody that should take it. I just funny enough, I just realized that in some societies, that's why if you get married and you don't disclose. And you divorce, whether you disclose or you don't disclose, if you take it to court, they will divide your assets. Into two. And if you hide your assets, it's now a criminal offense, right? Especially. Oh, God, so very smart it, it's this a criminal offense. So even though societies recognize the fact that nothing exactly. like my money, I think it's because in Nigeria, exactly. we're not able to have proper laws that protect exactly. people. Because if you understand that, if you like hide the money under but, your kulu. Can I say something? Sorry, oh, yeah, focus yeah. on Can I say something? It, I think it's a Christian thing too. It's a Christian value system of there's no my money, your money. And so those kind of mentalities, they flower in Christian societies, hmm. Western Christian societies. That's why you see those kinds of things. Because the eternal archetype for marriage is there's is one flesh. So there's no my money, your money. That's why if you divorce in those countries where yes. they know what they are doing, yep. there's nothing like my money. If you don't disclose it, it's a criminal offense. Yeah, it's a criminal offense. And so your money, they will split it. it in half and give it to her. Because, so whether you like it or not, once you are entering, you must enter with the mind of your money is our money. Yeah. So that's what the last time coming up finances with. That's what I'm coming up with. I just want to clean up. Yeah. So you see, I want to keep what I, I want. I'll keep <laughs> what I want. And not, but that is the reason why their societies are not working. Single parenthood is too high. In some groups as high as 70 percent is wrong so that's why you see all kinds of things happening in the society you know all kinds of things are going on in the society and all these evils all these things a lot of problems in the society actually start from dysfunctional families yeah from the drug youth, addiction from the dropping out of school early teenage pregnancies even atheism and not believing in god a lot of those things that are first comes from broken families child abuse Children being abused, children not maximizing their potential, mental illness. This one is a big one that I discovered recently. Mm. Mental illness. The, the per- percentage of children that have mental illness that come from broken homes. Mm. Crazy many fools that of people that come from same homes. These are the things causing and they, it. And they are dealing with that trauma. Exactly. Down to, so they are... <laughs> if you want to get married, don't go in with a psychological or actual prenup. Don't go with a psychological or actual prenup. If you are going in, go in with all of who you are. I and think make sure you manage someone that is coming in with all of who they are. This thing you just said, right? The when you understand the import of this statement, you won't even be in a hurry. Exactly. To just marry any type of person. Exactly. Right. And there are some things that you would have already started looking at because that's what people need to understand that when you see some signs, right, while you are dating. I don't know why people think that when you get married, the thing just kind of erases people's character. You know? 
or like they just once you see those signs you see the guy is very um shady with his um finances or the lady herself is has <laughs> secret funds secret funds <laughs> Secret funds and secret sponsors, <laughs> right? But then again, see, the heart of man is wicked. Yeah. There are also people who have been burnt, right? There are so many stories. Like, if, all you need to do is talk to even Nigerian divorce lawyers. Oh, my God, your ears will be filled. Mm. There are cases of the man will take the woman's money and will still put his brothers as next of kin. Mm. And the, the, the unfortunate thing now is that... I know, I know. Our, our, our laws are not really helping women in cases like yeah. this because they still go away we have a lot of girls that don't protect women like so for cases like that when i hear people say that oh my, my mom told me that um, as i'm getting to my you still have one colo that is your do you understand and i also believe that women empowerment is actually financial empowerment mm. right you can have women that stay at home moms and everything but um, you find out that the reason why a number of them might be taking abuse is because they are not financially empowered. Yeah. So these are the other angles to it. Angles and yeah. safe things that have made people go with the mindset. You know, we keep talking about co-shared experiences. So they are learning from other people's lessons to be able to say that, eh, okay, I hear you, right? <laughs> but I'm still going okay, to have bro. my... Do you understand? Like, this one of next of kin is a particularly painful one. Imagine you, the wife. Like, I've heard of this a lot. Imagine you, the wife, and the next of kin. Sometimes, okay, brothers, that one you would think is very... But guess another funny one. Next of kin is children, right? And the wife is still alive. So the husband dies, and the wife kind of gets nothing, and everything goes to the kids, and they're like... So these are all the other funny parts about... Um, you know what I would say to that? Yeah. I really understand that, and I sympathize with that, right? And if, if I had the power to make sure that this kind of thing never happens to anybody god knows i would be willing to do that but you know the real solution to that is not to still try and get married with a with a mind with a psychological prenup the answer is to make sure you get someone that does not believe that that kind of person yeah you know what we should do we should do natural selection women should do natural selection or so, maybe women that are like that remind men that are like that so uh -huh. it's good like that uh -huh. so, uh -huh. so, so two of them but what about the children that are coming into those kind of era of broken families those kind of problematic families. So we know what we want to do. We want to do natural selection. What we should do is use the right values. It's like social Darwinism. Values, values. Use some good values to destroy other ones. Don't marry people that think certain ways. Let them not get married, or they change. Those values will be bred out of our society to go extinct. I'm serious. Allergy, calm down. <laughs> it still annoys me. The solution is not is not to add evil on evil. The solution is to begin to bring good into, into the situation. This, yeah. So what we should do is now begin to marry people that have the right mindsets. Marry someone that is coming into the marriage with all of you. Don't marry a woman. Or, these things are easy to know. Hmm. It's not these ones. You cannot hide it. From the way they are spending the person, from, from the, person, the person spending money while you are dating, you can already tell whether the person... And even from the way the, pers the, the way the person answers some questions. Exactly. Like, you the, already the know. Yes. I, I think you if once you've gotten to a point in your relationship, you should be able to ask how, how much, much are you is, earning? How much, how much are you earning? How, how much, much is, is do you understand? <laughs> I need their still here well, yeah, actually, uh, you too. <laughs> you know this idea of my money, my money. The apart from the fact that it it's a it's a symptom of uh, a fun, a fundamental flaw in the marriage. That fundamental flaw also has other repercussions and other manifestations. Another one is that it is the perfect breeding ground for adultery. 
Because you won't know. Like, you won't know. Uh, it's easy. Accountant. Sometimes when in our moments of weakness, that's where guardrails come in. In moments of weakness, it is accountability that can save you. Hmm. A guy can, or a lady also, not just guys, because you know that myth that is only men that cheat. I, I've I told you now, recent yes. studies are showing that men I'm, and women I'm, are cheating. I'm still, I'm still struggling with this okay, recent now, studies. I don't believe. Okay. Men and women are cheating equally. If not, when women are even cheating more, just that women know how to hide it. But anyway, let's not go into all that. Mm, right? In a moment of weakness, what can save many people is accountability. Yeah. By the time you know that, before you spend this money, you just have they will money. ask you question. What is what, what is this alert? Who is edible? Exactly. Who is edible? Small chops. Who is edible? Small chops. <laughs> Sometimes you're having a low moment. Maybe in that period you got into office and you met some friends. Not you know. I'm just trying to paint a Nigerian film picture. And you are having a low few weeks where your head is not thinking straight. What will save you from all these girls? These uh, unilateral girls. girls. Hmm. The what will save you will be that you cannot transfer money out of the joint account, the substantial money, because everybody in the family will know. Mm -hmm. Your head will just it will just perceive your life. Same thing with the woman too. Accountability helps. Yeah. Uh, that, it's only that one. Making bad financial decisions that can ruin the family. Yeah. A lot of families have suffered that thing where one person, one person is unilaterally making, making financial yeah. decisions because he believes it's my money. And then your own money, which is supposed to take care of the family, is now gone. The whole family is now in their streets. Needless suffering. And I think another thing this does, again, coming back to the same topic, because another thing we're going to need to answer, when people have different opinions, and we're going to come back to earning more, women okay, so let's more. just answer. Yeah, let's but when it now. comes back to not having these difficult conversations, like, again, using this as a guardrail, if you know that your money is our money, my money is our money, and you cannot just make unilateral decisions. That thing is now forcing you to make a decision on limited finance. We have limited finances that are both that is both our money. Mm -hmm. So I can't just spend it. Oh, I think we should live in Lekki. Mm -hmm. Or another person says, I think our child should go to this school. Or I want to invest in. It now forces difficult conversations. So let's go to that next conversation okay. yeah. where you when think. We get there, okay. You think I want us to go into that? Yeah, topic yeah. Like now. when we have this cover, yes. Let's use let's say two of us. Let's just ourselves as an example. Let's say you think that we should live in Banana Island. No, no let's use a real one now. Let's invest in bonds versus let us buy land. Let's invest, okay, versus let us buy, buy land. land. Oh, yeah. oh, let's use that right. So, um. Limited finances again. You know you cannot do both. You cannot do both. You are thinking we are we are at least the one thing we are both agreed on is we are trying to secure financial future and okay. we are thinking which should we do? Should we do investment or should we buy land? I've heard a lot of things about buy land. You've heard a lot of things about buy land. A certain person has come from a, a what's it called an upbringing where if you don't have your own house, <laughs> that's you know, in case anything happens. And that's, that, that's good stuff, right? Whereas another person is thinking, uh, no. dollar is like this. Um, if you change the money into dollar and you do, you can afford conversations like that. And you are fully convinced. I'm fully convinced, right? And I'm just trying to tie it together to say that once we have that joint finance, it forces us to have difficult conversations. Yes. I can't just hurry and go and make a decision because I know that um, I'm not accountable to you when it comes to finances. We, we have... So how do you handle cases like that? Okay, so when we have a, a tie of tie of two, 
Because yeah. this, this is actually a very interesting thing. Because what's one of the unique things about marriage is that it's a relationship between two equal people mm-hmm. who each have a vote. Yeah. And their vote is one one. And if they <laughs> there's, vote, no. there's no time. <laughs> so that's why, of course, in the Christian templates, that's why the husband, someone has to be the lead. Yeah. And that person has to be the tiebreaker in the Christian family, right? So no, that's the basic for Christianity is that um, one person has to be the tiebreaker in case of situations so let me, like let, this. Let me, let me no, up the game. I know. Let me I'm up the game. Okay. So, and I'm talking from the angle of a woman now to say I'm convinced that this Mr. Tiebreaker. So, let me even up it. Let me say I'm a finance. Yes, now. So, you, let's even up it and say you are even a finance person. I'm a finance person. And, and, and this you Mr. know what you are saying. I know what I'm and saying. And this Mr. I'm Tiebreaker does not really know what to say. I'm coming to that. Okay. So, um, having a tiebreaker is what ensures that the family can move forward mm. and the family will not be stuck in a bog of not moving or going backwards, mm. right? That's what that's wisdom of God. And because you cannot really leave them to decide who the tiebreaker is, because you're not solving the problem. If you leave two people to decide who the tiebreaker is, both of them are still a vote of one and one. Yeah. You will not get any answer. So it has to be someone greater than both of them deciding. And in his wisdom, he picked one of them. And that is the man, the male. To mm-hmm. be the tiebreaker, right? He could have as well picked the female, and if I picked the female, all of us would be complaining about matriarchy today. It's the same thing yep. either way, right? So in that in that kind of situation, what do you do? And this is a real situation that someone even reached out to me. It's for my, it's for women. There are women that feel this brunt a lot because um, they are they are not the tiebreaker, and many times they actually have good judgments. In fact, many times they even have better judgments because yeah. you know they are higher in neurotism. They are more thoughtful about their decisions because they understand things they feel things more than guys so they have a lot of perspectives that guys don't have and a certain kind of decisions that have to do with human beings and people and kids and stuff like that you will actually find more often than not that women have a deeper more rounded decision mm-hmm. or perspective compared to the guys but Mr. Tiebreaker has an alternative. As the superior species. So superior. go ahead. Those stats. <laughs> so, <laughs> so what is the way forward? Right? So what I'll say is this. Um, the, the guy, the advice is for the guy, the command is for the guy, the Mr. Tiebreaker, to ensure that his decision is based on his love for his wife. So that means that he listens to his wife thoroughly. He doesn't assume that he's better than his wife. He does not think that he's better than his wife because he's a tiebreaker. In fact, the fact that you're a tiebreaker, the fact that you were given the right to be a tiebreaker is the evidence that you are equal. Because if you are not equal, the person that was greater will simply just take it. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So you have to be given by God. So that means that both of you are equal. So that means that both of you, you actually have to listen to her as a joint heir and make sure that you understand where she's, where she's coming from and all that. Many at times, tiebreakers also actually believe, genuinely believe, that their decision is the best. Yeah. But this is what I would say. For for the guy, make sure that you're actually listening to your wife. And for the ladies, make sure you're actually also listening to your husband's perspective. And it, it comes down to the way you're having the conversation. It means that when you're, while you're having the conversation, make sure that you are actually listening to each other. One of the things that you can do, the advice you to guys to do that we do, is that you can ask the other person if they understand what you said and repeat what you exactly. said. Repeat what I said. Do you understand what I said? So once you do that, 
the person will also tell you what you said and that many a times your conversations become clearer because you can actually you can know if the person really know what understands. understands what you're saying yeah. and all that so when you have done that and the person really understands but both of you are still kind of convinced that both of you are going to better way it's always better now because there are different kinds of personalities right for the kind of person that i am i'm more likely than not because i trust your judgment to say you know what i'll use my tie my tie breakership to take your honor let's go with it right so the tiebreaker can decide that okay you know what and that's what i actually advise i'll use my tiebreakership to let your own go right so that means that both of you also should be willing to let your own go for yeah. the other person yeah. when both of you have expressed yourself and you're convinced that you're sure the next thing is that each of you should be willing to let the other person's view go that's most important that's what is important be willing to let the other person's go, person's view go. So as the husband, you should be willing to say, I'll use my tiebreaker to do. And the wife will say, you know what, my husband, just let's go with your own. By the time you do that, most likely than not, you will get more clarity and mm. then you will choose one person's own, right? And this is what I would say. No matter what happens, when you finally make, if you finally go with one person's way, make sure that both of you are united, even if you don't agree. I was just about to say that. It is better to do something united united even yeah. if it's wrong than to do the right thing and you're not united in a funny way that's the actual win that's the actual win so if both of you decide that you know what we're going to move to even if it's a bad decision eh but we are united. make sure you go at it together so that even when if anything goes wrong the you you will put a minimum on how badly things can happen mm. and trust me but because both of you are working in love towards each other that's your boss but the other one will tell you that you were right you will still enjoy that i told you so don't worry you will enjoy it if you are here together you will enjoy it but make sure that whatever you doubt decide you do it together you know yeah. that's one of these things that require you to have a very good christian heart actually so this most thing of the time it, christian it, it values. does it does like i think if both parties understand that at the end of the day the only way to actually win in a situation like this is if two of you come out united, right? Mm -hmm. If you understand that the real end game for you when you're facing a difficult situation is your unity. Both parties, is already you're already going to that conversation willing to let go of your position, right? For the sake of unity. Mm -hmm. So that's one thing I always recommend. Another thing I recommend is um, to not try and make decisions in the spur of a moment there are things when you have situations like this take your time take your time that's pray a good about one. it that's a good one. go back reflect, go back, reflect come back go back reflect now knowing fully well how relationships happen mm. you go argue you argue for you argue very well <laughs> so what happens most times is mm. argument is never um um it's not necessarily a sweet thing especially if you're very passionate about your position mm -hmm. you will argue and i already know that that's the way you feel after the, the argument, the emotions is is going to already start. I'm so exhausted. You're just going to be very, you know. But what I advise is, even if you go through that, so let's not call it argument. Let's call it health. Let's call it a debate. Even if you go through that, you you're passionate. You're trying to say what you you want to do passionately. I think you should always give things some time. Mm. And come back to it. Mm. Then give you some more time mm. and come back to it. What time helps you do then is to cool. Um, emotions down, mm. cool things down, look at it from other angles, mm. right? Before you make a decision, remembering well, remembering very well that at the end of the day, the most important thing is that we are united. Mm. 
in this thing. And I think it's something that with time, people will get better at it. Mm. Because you have a full life ahead of you. Mm -hmm. You're going to have many other situations mm. like where it's always going to be a case of Mm. Should we do this or should we not do this? Should we do this? And I think it's also a healthy thing where you have diverse of opinions, where you think we should do something a certain way. Mm. I think because because we're together doesn't mean we are the exact same uniform mm. thing. So it's also a, it's, it's a sign of health of a healthy relationship until it's not mm -hmm. that people have different opinions and it's very okay. Mm. So dealing so this is an example of that kind of difficult conversation. So now let's come back to finances and another issue where. The woman so, ends so can I say something? Yes, please. It's this applies to all kinds of decisions. Which church should we go to? Yes. Um, which school should our kids go to? Which city should we relocate to? Whatever it is, just do it together. Yep. And prefer each, the other over yourself. Always prefer the other, the other over yourself, and it'll be fine. As long as you're united, you'll be fine. Yeah. Agreed. So, um, the woman earning more, mm -hmm. right? Um, this thing you you would have thought, but that's another thing I'm realizing. Don't always assume people think the way you do. You'd have thought that a woman earning more should not be a big deal. A big deal. So now let me let's have a man man conversation. So coming from woman, sincerely speaking, why is it that the woman earning more seems like such a now, removing your bad baby boys that just want to flex on their sugar mommy's money, mm -hmm. why does it seem like the woman anymore is so, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It feels so scary to guys. Why are guys so, in, I don't use the word insecure, but. Use the word insecure. It's yeah, correct. Why does it appear? And again, I, I like to say that people's feelings are valid, right? It's what you do about the feelings, about how you handle it. So if you find. As a guy, you find yourself feeling insecure. I'm asking you now, as a guy, why do you think that dating someone who earns more? When I'm earning, when I say earning, I don't, I don't mean that she's earning twenty thousand uh, more than you. Like, like double, like fifty percent or triple. Yeah, significantly more than you. Why do you think it's such a cause of concern for guys? You know, to be honest, it's not just for guys, for girls too. For girls, Women okay, actually, I'll come from the. So I want to hear from, okay, like, okay, for, from, from the guys, from the guys' perspective. Well, why do you think so? It's uh, it's biopsychological. It's the way we're wired. It's the way we're wired. It's the way human human beings have always been. The men have always provided for their women, and that has but always there meant. There are some no. societies that are okay with stay at home dads. Which societies? Western societies. They, they deceive you for for TikTok. Uh -uh. In the real on ground, ask them on ground. Forget all those New York and California talko. Those are like the minority of people. On ground, on ground, ask the average man or woman. Most women marry men older than them. These are current polls and stats. Most women prefer to marry men older than them and men that earn more than them. It's a biological thing. And the reason is because men have always pro provided and providing historically, traditionally, has always been about finances. Mm -hmm. Has always been about eating and feeding and housing and those basic um, things that no, humanity needs. Finance, financially, you are the one that will provide. Yes, yeah, yes. Because you, know, you, you use money as... I, you, I, I totally agree with you. You know, so yes, has has always been like that. But there are two things I want to say. Number one is that um, our society has changed and we human beings have the unique ability to transcend our environment and all those things. We have the spirit. We have the ability to transcend all those kinds of things. So that means that the same way our society has changed, we can also... Our society has changed such that providing for your family 
is gone beyond just finances mm. in this currently now because the world has technology has gone so far that what you need to live the basic like of eating and having a house and everything have also have mostly been taken care of so you know it has only been taken care of so providing now is now something deeper as god always intended it's something deeper it's something more fundamental mm. you know for human well-being which is providing vision um, um psychological support and your presence being there for your family, your children having an identity. Yeah. You know, that is the spirit of naming children after their dad because, um, you know, like you have said it before, that everybody knows who gives birth. Everybody knows the mother of a child because a woman pushes the child out of her vagina, obviously. But but you cannot know the father of a child mm. except you name that child. So fathers are there to give a child identity, you know, that kind of thing. So those are those are I think we can transcend that, you know, we can transcend that into into that. Now, you know, that's one. Uh, but there's another way, there's another thing about it is that when we say providing for your family, now let's just go down to finances and leave all those Christianities, right? Now let's go back to finances. We'll talk about providing for your family. Providing for your family and thinking of it that it must come from your own job is funny. Providing for your family is whatever finances is coming into your family, you being responsible for making sure that it takes care of your family. Yeah. So if God has blessed you Such that, that the money wife. is coming through your wife, you are still providing for your family mm. because you are the one that married her. It's your wife and the money is coming to your family. So providing for them, for that family, is taking the money that you are earning and the money that God is blessing you with through your wife and administering it properly for your family. Yeah. That is how to provide. It's not about where it is coming from. Think of it like this. It's very, very silly for you to think of it. Imagine, I, do you get angry when the fact that it is another man that is paying you your salary? You go and work, and then someone pays you your salary, and you take that salary home. Do you feel less of yourself because it is Nobody not else, your business? Yeah. How the money comes is not the issue. That's, you understand that? Yeah, How the money comes is not the issue. If you have your own business, if you're earning a salary, the money came through you, and what you did, the actual provision that you did, was that you administered that blessing properly for it to take care of your, of your distance. So think of your wife as an added stream of income. Yeah. Think of your wife's income as an added stream of income. I understand that traditionally that you think of provision as a man going out to hustle and him bringing the money inside. But no, provision is more than that. It's deeper than that. And just to clarify, this is a case where it's not as if you're not working. It's just that she's earning more. It's just that she's earning, earning more. more so you is. should actually think of your wife's earning as an added stream of income. Not a reflection on you. So you, should I tell you one funny thing about, about things like this? You find out that... I've, I don't know, I think it's one of the conversations that is recycled on Twitter. Mm. Um, I know you've answered this question before where it came, it was used as an example for a, a case of relocation. Mm. Or let's say two of you are dating, you're about to get married, mm. your wife works in an oil company and lives in Portacourt, and you work in a bank and you are a teller, and anyone 20k, she's earning 750k, where should we live? And of course, people are always saying that, ah, as a woman, she needs to submit to her husband, she needs to come That to thing you. does not make sense to me. Yeah. Because that is an added stream of income. It's a practical decision. So you are actually providing for your family by going to where you can earn more. Yeah. By the staying family. with yourself so that you can earn less, you are not providing for your future. Do you understand that? Yep. 
you are not providing for your family. You are cutting your family off from much needed money. So providing means making decisions that will bring more money to your family. That is how you provide. So I even want to add another angle. And well, let me let me not underestimate unreasonable men. Say that if your wife has an opportunity to relocate, mm -hmm. and is your wife relocating, you know, you will you grab you know by relocate, I mean like jackpot. Jack yeah. Most of the time guys will go. Don't mind them. But when it comes to Nigeria, they will say no. It doesn't make sense. But then again, there are some reasonable people that can say that no, they cannot go. That man doesn't love his family. He has put himself ahead of his family. If you are thinking of your wife or your children first, yeah, you will provide for them. And what that means is that you will make a decision where more money can come. And God has blessed you with a sweet sugar mommy that will bring more money to you. You will be happy. You will give God thanks and say, thank you, Father, for this added stream of income. And you provide for them by making decisions that will maximize the income of your family. Yeah. So See, I want to say something. I get it. Right? I get, I get it. Our societies. Our society does something to people mm -hmm. whereby they, they, they value a man based by on what, by quantifying has, by the money, money that he yeah. has and everything. And it does not make sense, really, because there are so many ways where it does not make sense. Um, if your child takes, if your child, if you, you and your wife give birth and your child is cute and someone takes the picture and puts it on Facebook and Pampas wants to use your child as a baby model. And, and the child is you, now any more and than the child is now any more than are you. you less than that child? <laughs> True. If you are a guy, you are working and hustling in a tumor and you are doing business and everything, and one 19 year old boy can code, and because he can code, he raises one million dollars. Does that mean you are less mm. than that coder? The amount of money a person earns is not the calculation of their value. Yeah. The life, of, the life of a person cannot be that much money in the end. The amount of money a person has is not a calculation. How, if not, that means doctors are less valuable than Yahoo boys. Sure. A medical doctor will go and be saving lives and they will pay him 500,000. 500,000. A Yahoo boy will go, oh. go and scam people and then millions and millions yeah. does that mean the doctor is, is less, less than the Yahoo boy? Yeah, yeah. So, you have to first of all make sure that. Those are the things that you do to make yourself be a good husband in marriage. First of all, delete the mentality that your value as a husband is based on how much money your job is paying you. That's not what makes you valuable to your family. Ask your wife. Ask your children. They will tell you that what makes you valuable to them is that you are there for them, yeah. that you take care of them, that you are ready you're to protect and, and defend them. And that's what, that's what, so that is your value. So don't do things that will restrict the income to your family. Maximize it. Make decisions for your family that will maximize the income. If God has blessed you and your wife is the one that God is using to be your cash cow, please fatten your cash cow and cash drink cow. the the and milk it. You understand? So you know, I feel no, very passionately about this matter. I know you do. You do. That's why I just let you. I let it. I let okay, it I've said enough. Let me not take. So well, so I want to come from the angle of a woman, right? Yeah. Where. Um, the, the, the negative things I've seen about women who say uh, they can't marry guys who mm. um, earn less, less than, than them. them yeah. I think, again, it's also, you called it a bio... Biopsychological. Biopsychological thing. I think it's also that um, they use it, and it's the whole society, you use it as an e almost equal equivalence of um, value and um, some sense of judgment of the person. Right, you might maybe think that okay, this person is not worth your time, right? Since they are not able to do 
enough or do whatever it is to earn as much as you're earning. So they already, you already kind of, what's the word I'll use now? You've put the person in some kind of cap. On the other end, it might also be a sense of if the person is a laggard or not. You are passionate about not being materialistic. I'm passionate about laggards. Laggards, both men and women, like, mm. right? People who just um, are not ready to earn, uh, are not ready to do the work, put in the work to earn what I they feel need that. to I don't earn. Like that too. Yes, and they are looking for some kind of easy, because you've heard of. From I think it's not even a today thing. From mm. time mm. Um, in memory, we've heard of guys who try and take advantage of women, mm. like proper sugar boys that are just looking for people mm. to. Um, chop their money. There's mm. a certain region in northern northern Nigeria where they, they they've earned a name, right? I don't want to make name names. They've earned a name of mm, boys, right? They redact the but you, you get what I'm saying. And they've earned that name because it's a popular thing where you have a lot of guys there who are not doing anything and are just looking for sugar. What mommies. is the name? They can redact it. I think it was say it. I don't know what. Oh, continue. Yeah. Um, so they've ended. Is that what you're to say that you're feeding this thing? <laughs> I beg you, continue what you're saying. Please, cut. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so they've earned a, a certain, what's it called? Um, they've earned a certain stereotype, yeah. right? About, and you can tell the story. Oh, that woman who's earned more and th- things like that. And the guy just comes, drops her money. They are also the type where, oh, that woman, she's not married, but she's, of course, she's well to do. And you just find one. In fact, Yahoo boys, there's a whole stream of Yahoo boys that that's how they make their money. Younger boys are looking for older women. women and so there are a lot of women that it might just be some kind of um, defense mechanism where they see that type of guy and they almost already want to think that nah, there's already going to be that no, tendency of one, them wanting to take advantage of them. These examples you even give are even, they're even close to the edge. There are some examples that are even more in the center that are more common than you meet a young man that just wants to be sitting down at home and exactly. not getting a job getting, what's your plan i'm just seeing how it goes yeah. what are you doing i'm just seeing how it goes and just waiting for something to happen and, and they are more common than you think they are more common than you think right and the funny thing about this this other example you give is they exist in all socioeconomic classes oh, yeah. you can have um, trust kids yeah. that are laggards you can have Poor people trust that fund. just want trust fund kids that are like that. And mm. you can have poor people who Absolutely just want like to that. be drinking kai kai at the yeah. garage yeah. and are actually not working, working for their yeah. family. And they are and the worst part is that those people don't stop having sex. So they don't stop having children. children. Mm. They will have five, ten kids. It is the wife that is carrying all the load. Responsibility. Carrying all the responsibility, it's running abnormal. around. So You're supposed to flog that kind of thing. Imagine the mother of children like that. Imagine a woman. Who has that kind of husband and gives birth to daughters? What do you yeah, think she will tell, tell her, her daughter? children that make sure you marry a man that is yeah, I get that. I and get she's that. also going to tell her son that don't be like your useless father, mm. right? So that's where most of this thing comes from. That's the immediate defensive mechanism mm. that we have learned because of the um nonsense that has happened mm. in society, mm. right? But what I would say is, well, um, you know, well, you know that the solution to that problem. Is not to tell people to marry a man richer. So that, that's to marry a man that is not that's, a laggard. That is not a laggard. That's the thing I was actually going to say. Because, because you know another evil of it is people, women now start looking for a man that just because he's richer. Just because. And you are now, because you're trying to correct one thing, you're entering into another, another problem. Problem again. 
Mm. Right. Yeah. But there's this thing that people always joke about. Will you rather cry in a Benz or cry in a keke? Oh, honey. <laughs> there are some tears that you cry in Benz. And then people always, mm. and I think it's almost an immediate thing mm. that people say, I know I'd rather cry in a Benz. But maybe you should go and meet those people that are crying in Benz first mm-hmm. <laughs> and ask them that will you rather be happy in, in a, a keke or cry mm. in a Benz and mm. see what they will Suffering tell you. is suffering, no? See, what pain people, is pain. Sometimes some people underestimate emotional suffering and yeah. pain. I hear, yeah. I hear that. Mm. I don't know. I don't know if it was heartbreak or some kind of emotional pain that is almost as excruciating as, mm, as physical pain. pain. Yeah. Sometimes people, are, you are underestimating heartbreak. Mm. <laughs> you want to cry in a bends, right? So you don't now correct one laggard situation by just sizing guys or oh, by money and missing out on good guys just because they have money. And yeah. I have another angle. Remember, we had a conversation about this some years ago, and this is about. Um, I think if you believe yourself as a true feminist, right, I don't think this thing should matter to you because um, part of the things you're fighting against is people looking down on women, mm. right, because of all these funny things. Mm. And if you, if you truly believe people are equal, people should not be looked down on, people should be taken, do you understand? And you'll be looking to marry a rich man. Then you'll be looking to you marry a rich man. What is the rich man going to, to do, do for you? you? That you can't already feminist, do for yourself. It's a classical feminist, first wave feminist. Do you understand? So that's another thing I look, look at it that in the sense that if you're looking for a guy to provide for your family, why should the guy provide more for your family than you? If mm-hmm. you truly believe that you're, a feminist, yeah. you're equal, right? I know that the, the the conversation can be a little bit more complicated than this, especially if you are the primary caretaker and all of all those things. But I think the mere thing of looking at people and judging them as less than just because of the money that they receive what you need to understand is whatever um scorecard or whatever metric you're using to judge other people what you are also saying is that i am saying that this should also be used to judge me yeah so if you are happy with judging other people like that then are you trying to say that because you're not as rich as other women you are less than you are less than them so is 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 that funny value system Mm -hmm. that you think is is just on one thing but it permeates a lot of yeah other things but that being said what i would say is is it of course you should we must always look out for laggards Mm -hmm. and you must also always look out for rich people who are going to break your heart Mm. right but don't just use money as the only thing it's actually values it's values values. values. don't just use money as the the first thing you're going to just use to strike people out it's the same thing as using fineness to say you just strike people out and you lose out on a very fantastic yeah. person. Do you understand? So don't just use money. And let me tell you the funniest thing about money. The fact that somebody is broke today does not mean the person cannot make money. And the fact that somebody is rich And today, the fact that somebody is rich today does not mean the person cannot become broke tomorrow. And that's why they, um, how did Paul put it? He put it as uncertainty of riches. Yes. That's riches are uncertain. Whatever thing you would do, marrying a person, after you marry the person, if the person becomes poor, Whatever you do is what you should do before marrying the person. What I mean is, this idea of marry a rich person so that you not suffer. No. If the person becomes if the person is rich and now becomes poor after you get married, what yeah, will you what do? will you do? True. You say, eh, I'll stand with him. Then what that value system, then stand use it to choose a person True. before. Yeah. Use it to choose the person before. That's just it. Yeah. That's just it. You know, and then there's some, you know, there are some funny cases of um you know people going crazy just because their wives earn more than them 
and guys will do stupid things to just overcompensate their insecure masculinity just you don't need to do that right if if you cannot relate with what i I'm know saying, but babe this thing you just said there are also women who earn how much they who who sorry who hide how much they earn because yes, of this all those kind of silly things like be hiding it and then sometimes or you be, want to pay do you know how many times we've gone out together and you say you want to pay they'll come and meet the man <laughs> so you're gonna give my wife the cash she get money bilam give you pay for it or you don't have to be doing like this <laughs> right yeah. i don't know i don't know but yeah you know so what i would just say to you guys is don't don't let it get to you and um, if you can't relate with the kind of value systems i have that I'm talking about, I'm trying to explore. You can't relate to it. I'm talking like this, just doing bang bang with your head. Trust me, this value system is what will give you peace of mind. And mm. if you cannot get it, you should reach out to your, you know, get saved or come to church and let people explain those core value systems that will make you be able to have this freedom yeah. of mind. But this is the way to live. If not, you'll just be torturing yourself. Yep. Yeah. So, yep. Yeah. All right. This is how it is. This, this is it for difficult conversations. Difficult in conversations and difficult matters. And like I said, there are other things that people might have. You could drop it in the comments. Thank you so much for this episode. Right. See you at the next one. Right. Thanks, guys. Thank you for listening to the Sam and IJ podcast. You've reached the end of another episode. Please like, share, subscribe, and we'll see you at the next episode.